0: Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast We eat sandwiches and play games Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast, a podcast for
1: everyone's day. Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons The podcast, the video game podcast that all you modders listen to This week, the ultimate riders found a maquette in the sky The news is being presented Our topic is demonizing in our dragon this week is a city folk, manager and director, Aya Kyogoku. And as always, I'm waxing a car named Nostalgia.
2: My name is Brian. And I'm currently becoming an adjunct professor of historical sciences at Skyrim University. My name is Troy.
0: I think I have sawdust in my ears, and I'm Manda.
3: I'm back from the dead, and I'm Lewis. I just moved to a new planet, and I'm wondering why we're bulldozing all of these trees. My name is Hassel.
4: And I'm really addicted to a color game named I Hue You Too. My name's Joe.
1: Hey, guys. Wow. Did you guys just hear six voices? Because I sure did. We got a party, yo. (laughs) I don't count. (laughs) Whoa.
5: It's just just a lifestyle choice. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I (laughs) respect that choice. Soon it's going to be 10 people, maybe 20 people on one podcast. We just keep adding voices. (laughs) We just keep adding. adding. (laughs) We have too many friends. We want them all.
0: Well, everyone in the world is listening, so yes. Yes. Yeah, this is the
2: podcast that ev- of everyone's tastes, so that that includes everyone. Yeah. So, everyone. <laughs> yep. You
0: want to be on a podcast, just let us know. Just everyone.
2: Louis, <laughs> you're back from the dead. Brudda, how you doing? Where you been? What's going on?
5: Uh, Been good. You know, I, I had to take a week off because I was doing a film project for the last week, and uh, those were like just eight, 12-hour days, so... That ah. took up most of my time. And uh, I missed this and missed video games. I wasn't really able to play many video games during that time. But here I am, back guy.
0: making an art in that pandemic apocalypse that we're in. Oh, I mean, yeah.
5: That's, that's the way oh, out, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Maintaining our culture while we're in lockdown.
1: Someone's got to. <laughs> <laughs> And then also, uh, Hassel is still back this week. What uh, we're going to actually uh, see how this works out with six of us on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is totally not chaos. No, but it's good. Yeah, it's good chaos. Back
0: by popular demand, Hassel.
3: By popular demand, I like that. See, Amanda, you you, you really know how to write contracts. <laughs> you get it.
0: You get it. Wait,
3: we have
1: contracts.
3: Uh, Brian, no, one tell Brian. Uh, can we can we speak to you? On a different
1: Discord channel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> robots don't need money. Oh, no. You guys found out about my tweets. No. <laughs> you robot, you. All the tweets are in binary. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, thanks you guys for coming back. And, uh, and yeah, let's get into our games this week, guys. What are you playing? One more voice to add to the edit, Joe. Thanks, Joe. I love you all. You're the best producer ever. You are. You are. Uh, I'll start us off this week because I have a, a, a quickie. This week, I was actually playing a game called Ultima Online. You know, that new, fresh game that everybody's been playing. Nah. Uh, <laughs> Ultima Online actually came out in 1998, I believe. And I, played it, for, I played it for about two or three years in college uh, from 2002 to, I think, like 2005. Uh, met a bunch of really cool people at the time. And uh, some of which I'm still friends with on Facebook. Never met in person. But knew them from uh, from Ultima Online, so I was feeling you know a little bit nostalgic this past couple of weeks, and I was like you know let me see how uh, Ultima Online's doing, and so I, I dove back in, and I've been playing it for like the last couple of days, and it's the same.
2: Consistency, <laughs> you know, right. still very fun. You know, it's it's something to be admired. Consistency. Exactly. Absolutely, man. A
1: 23-year-old game. Yeah. That's all I can ask for. is consistency. Wow.
2: That <laughs> broke, don't fix it. That's right. What kind of game is Ultima? Is it sorty-sorty, You sorty, shooty, shooty? I, I don't even know. I don't really know what it is.
0: You stand in a really big, <laughs> really long line. You could call it the ultimate line, the ultimate oh. Oh, God. Wow, this, online. <laughs>
2: wow, this sounds like so much fun. Huh. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, cool. it's a
3: line simulator, like standing yeah. in yes. line simulator.
2: I uh, okay. oh, <laughs> it. Are you sure it's not called the DMV? No,
0: no. See, in the UK, they called it the ultimate Q.
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> wow. The the ultimate on Q. Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. the worst. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> it's an online game. It's an MMO. You can do literally almost anything in it. You can be a mage. You okay. can be, be a sword fighter. So you can be a crafter. You can, be, you can tame it's animals. It's fantasy-based. It's a fantasy-based game, Okay, yeah. cool. So, yeah, uh, that was my game, Ultima Online. And then uh, what about you, Joe? What did you play this week?
4: I cannot explain this game. I apologize, but I played a game, a color game on my phone. It's literally a game where you put hues of colors in order that the game randomly creates a picture out of. It's called I Love Hue 2. It is the second one in the I Love Hue game series. I don't know how else to explain it, guys. It's just one of those relaxing pull out your phone and kind of like brain dead mush and you're just like, I'm going to put colors in order. It makes you feel really good about how I can see different colors and then it makes me feel really bad about that exact same thing because sometimes I don't even understand the way they want me to make the picture sometimes it's like a swirly tie-dye sometimes it's just a bunch of blocks that go from like a beautiful purple color to a blue color to a green color to an orange color and I don't understand why because that's not how color works but it's okay so yeah if you want to you know just enjoy yourself for a little bit and just tune out I love hue too
1: yeah it's a bubble
3: game it is, I believe so. And I got to ask you, Joe, I Love Hugh too. where does that fall in line in the I Love Hugh cinematic universe?
4: Oh, I think it's only number two. So I feel like, uh, you know, the first one, the, the I am, if you will, like the Iron Man <laughs> of the cinematic universe that is I Love Hugh. Uh, I, right. I think it just, it's a building block. It's where it, Thor, it, you know? It, it gets real Thor good when it guy. starts
2: branching out and it crosses over with I Love Hugh Grant. And actually starts bringing yeah. in yeah. I love Or um, you know
4: gotcha. Greatest Showman I love you Wolverine mm-hmm. You don't know We don't yeah. know where this is yeah. gonna go Let
2: me get the Jackman in here it, Yeah Hugh Laurie gets yeah. involved It's really uh, It's weird I the, won't say It's it, it's weird
0: The fans are worried about I love Hugh 3 Because the you know The third <laughs> in a sequel Is always really trick, it's tricky Yep yeah. Right
2: I, I've seen yeah. the Matrix uh,
1: Revelations <laughs> It's actually really weird because the second one is actually like they, what they did in Fast and the Furious 3. It's actually the last one in this series. Oh, yeah, and, canonically, you know, like yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's so Got weird. Got it. So, okay.
0: <laughs> make sure Got to it.
2: check out our half an hour deep dive into the timeline of the
1: universe.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Zing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have to make this a real thing that we do on Twitch one of these days. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, cool. So that was I Love Hugh 2. And then what about you, Lewis? What did you play this week?
5: This week I played uh, an indie game that was on PS Plus for PS5 only, I believe, called Maquette, which is a puzzle solving um, narrative uh, game where you're essentially going through the memories of this couple through places that they've been to. And Uh you have to solve puzzles to unlock certain memories from this couple. And uh, (gasps) literally all throughout you see like text appear on places that tells you about like a certain memory that they have together. Things that they love that they did together. And um, the puzzle solving is actually done in a really cool way where you're in this place that looks like uh, a courtyard. But then there's a huge like canopy area that you go in and then there's a model of the courtyard that you were just in and then in there there's a canopy where there's a smaller model of the same place and then you find out that you are actually in a model within a giant version of the place that you're in whoa so if you were to pick up a crystal like from the tiny model you pick it up and then if you move it close to the models like outside of the canopy and you look behind you a a bigger version a giant version is right there. And if you were to drop it, it would drop behind you.
1: Oh, that's cool. Very what? Coraline.
3: Whoa. This is super trippy. What
2: What's the art style like? Is the art style like Coraline
5: or is it no. more cartoony? No. No. I mean, uh, it's not really. I mean, I guess it's a little cartoony. Not really. It feels like it would be, but it's kind of in between cartoony and realistic. It's, it's
0: stylized. Okay. Is it kind of
1: like uh, The Witness?
5: Yes. It's like The Witness. Yeah. Yes, okay, it, cool. it it is kind of like the witness, so for polygonal sure. polygonal high colored yeah. art. You never see yourself, but you definitely hear um, and see things that you have done with your significant other, which is, I believe, I think you're the man. I think, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's quite beautiful. And in playing it, yes, my first okay. thought was Troy would love this game. He will cry in the first ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you sold me at having to investigate their memories.
2: I was like, oh,
0: <laughs> that game's on my Steam wish list. Oh, nice.
2: Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. And it's uh, on the PS Plus collection. So if you have PS Plus, you automatically get it this
5: month.
1: Oh, nice.
0: March. This month, yeah. Not on to buy yeah. It?
5: So you get those it's trophies beautiful. if you play it there. It is beautiful. That's right.
1: That's right.
2: Can't beat free. Uh, I look forward to playing it.
5: Makes sense because I looked up the, what the word maquette means because I think it's.
2: Oh, yeah. What does it mean?
5: A French yes. word, maquette, actually means a maquette is a scale model or a rough draft of an unfinished sculpture. Oh! oh is that what we all are? I mean, <laughs> I'm on. like, oh my god,
2: are we all maquettes?
1: So
5: symbolic, oh, goodness. This
1: is this because they're still in the process of ma- ma- maquetting it? I-, I-, I had it in my head. <laughs> you and had it in your right. head. <laughs> <into> <laughs> are you just
2: mispronouncing machete? Like, <laughs> is Danny Trejo in this game? Is, are you yeah,
1: playing as yeah, so Danny he,
5: Trejo? Is this the memory? He is the narrator. <laughs> That's is the this part of hear. the Danny
1: Trejo universe? <laughs> yes. It's
5: after Machete in space. Machete, Machete in space. Oh, my
1: gosh. All right. So that was Maquette. <laughs> and then what about you, Hassel? What did you play this week?
3: Uh, so Amanda and I uh, had the pleasure of uh, playing a demo this week. We both played the Outriders demo on stream last night, and man, is that game difficult if you're going at it by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> like it is super hard. But then again, the minute I was able to join a party and join like Brian and like Lewis on it, it, it became exponentially easier. <laughs>
0: If you haven't seen Outriders, Outriders looks like if you took Destiny and then made it slightly dirty and then all of the costumes were like uh, fan versions of Mass Effect jumpsuits, but there's also dragons and an electrical storm.
2: The promise of dragons. The promise of dragons. They're Uh, not in the demo. Made by Square Enix, we should note.
3: Yeah, a little bit of a story. um, You get dropped off in a planet. And I know, Brian, you spoke to it about two episodes ago, because you had played the demo before us. Correct. And we got to play it. And like the first thing I thought about once I like looked at the story, I was just like, okay, I'm in. Whatever this is, I'm in. Like, I cannot wait for the rest of this game to come out because it's so interesting and, like, they play every single part of the demo so well. This is where future demos should go, like, just made to draw you in. It's a
5: good demo.
0: I was less on board with the fiction of the game. Uh, Mostly, it felt a little over the top for me. Uh, There was a man, and he had a cowboy hat and sunglasses on, and he was just so much. And a twirly mustache. Everyone looks like they're supposed to be really, really cool. Uh, And I get it, but also at the same time, like, it's not it's not it's not my favorite but i I did really enjoy playing the game. the mechanics of the game are a lot of fun and you get these power-ups that are just devastating i played a fire character and i would throw fire in front of me and then everyone would light on fire and then if, if i shot them enough times they would explode it was it was really satisfying to like run around with my friends and then like i'd shoot fire and people would be like whoa and then and then troy would like throw ground dirt at them and then they would also do a thing and then Brian would have like a little robot come out. We were awesome, it was cool.
2: You made my powers sound so dumb. (laughs) Like toss dirt in their eyes.
3: I like the idea (laughs) of just Troy playing with dirt on the side. It was like, Troy, can you help out over here? Sure, just toss the dirt. (laughs)
2: <laughs> with a stick in the sand. You guys have like <laughs> fire powers and ice powers and you're rewinding time. I'm like, look, I made a castle.
0: <laughs> My brain wouldn't find the word earthquake. So I was like, the stuff on the floor, the dirt, the dirt <laughs> shake. I don't know.
1: Troy's character superpowers: pocket sand. That's what it is. <laughs> pocket sand.
0: <laughs>
1: Take that. Uh. Uh, uh.
0: It was very effective, though. Whatever you were doing with the ground stuff.
1: <laughs> uh, but you guys had a lot of fun in it, though, right? It was a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: I had a lot of connection issues, um, but I'm hoping that that was just the demo and or just me.
1: Yeah, it was very weird because I also had a couple like here and there, but I also maybe they were just having a day because the the first day I was on there, it was it seemed to be fine. At least, you know, two weeks ago. There was
0: also six of us and it was really only me. So even if they were having issues, that was pretty good math stuff.
1: Absolutely. Agreed.
2: Uh, If one of us buys this game, two of us have to buy this game or three of us have to since it can't be played by itself. And just saying, I'm looking for a reason to buy it, and I don't need much of one.
0: We (laughs) did not try the matchmaking, though. Uh, From what I understand, I think the matchmaking is really good. So if you didn't want to play by yourself, and you wanted to find people because the game's fairly new, I think it'd be really easy to jump on a team of two other people or one other person.
2: I like it. I like the character a lot. I want to see where it goes. Troy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Troy. Yep. I'm going to get it. (gasps) Yay!
4: (laughs) It's done. That's all I needed. I'm in.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
4: Brian, does that mean you're getting it?
1: I might, I might. If they're <laughs> getting it, I might. i <laughs>
4: watch.
0: That All means right, Lewis so and I can't get it because you can only play with three. Yeah, so one of
1: us is not going to be on at a time. It's fine.
0: That's right. Lewis and I are going to play Maquette together. Yeah, it's fine.
1: <laughs> Machete in space. M-
0: marquette Marquette. M-
1: maquette <laughs> in space. All right. So that was Outriders demo. Okay, so that will do it for our games. Now it brings us to our news segments. News, 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 news. And this week, Square Enix presents happened, or you know, Square Enix directs just by a different name, and they made some announcements. This was their very first one of these that they've ever done. So, considering this is their first one, it wasn't too bad. They announced that two popular franchises are getting mobile games. Both Hitman and Just Cause are gonna have mobile verses, if Ooh. you will. Wow! Mm-hmm. They also announced that a Black Panther expansion is coming for the Avengers game later on this year. Okay. And uh, they would have announced it last year, but uh, it was right after Chadwick Boseman passed away. So uh-huh. like, we're gonna hold off. Not, this is not the time. Not for Not try it. to celebrate like that, I guess, right now or something, or take, take take the light away. Exactly. So I think they so they put on the back burner at least the announcement, and then they announced it, and I'm I'm. I would be very surprised if they don't have some sort of tribute to Chadwick Boseman. I, I hope
2: it there. comes with like a full storied DLC, and it's not just "here's a character you can play all these other levels with." Because that would it,
1: no, it's a full DLC. It's uh, it's like set in Wakanda, and you okay, actually cool. hear uh, Aim and Do- and uh, Claw's voice. Cool, so, oh, wow. the
4: murderous wow. master of sound. Yes, I First. love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: a great DJ name.
1: And then they also showed off the next game in the Life is Strange universe called life is strange true colors where it's going to be a brand new main character as most games uh in the life is strange universe is, and she has to find out the truth about her brother's death Ooh, a
2: detective story yeah how, how old did the characters look is it still like a teenager
1: thing uh, or? It, no it looks like she's in her uh her early 20s early to mid 20s okay okay I think her name is Alex Chen, if I oh, remember correctly. It's not it's not Cindy Lopper just singing true colors. Dude, <laughs> that game. was my exact thought. I'm like, is that the theme song for the that'd game? That'd be great too. <laughs> yeah. I would be very surprised if that's not in there. I love
2: <laughs> Don't Not Studios. I love Life is Strange One and Two and Vampire. I adored that game. Oh my gosh, yes. So I am on board with uh nice. their next
1: their next iterations. And then their big announcement for it. For the entire presents was they finally gave Project Athia an official name and you probably don't remember Project nope, Athia. thank you. And that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm on a weekly podcast it's about okay. video Neither games did or anything. I.
2: <laughs> what is Project Athia? Is it a
1: console? No, it's a game. It's a game. <laughs> okay, okay. Just, uh, so they gave it an official name uh, and the name is Forspoken. Which is just as descriptive as the code name. Yep, they could have just left it. <laughs> Project Athia. Yeah. What, what, what was Project, Project, Project Athia? It was a. I don't remember what it is at all. We still kind of don't know what it is. It was just kind of like a teaser trailer to oh. begin with, and this one's just a further teaser trailer. Oh. So of it was its... it was forgettable.
0: There was like a girl in a cloak and a mountain, and it was like pretty.
2: Okay. Oh, and she's like flying around. She's like jumping oh, everywhere. It's like a good teaser. tech demo. I remember that. The new
1: uh, Intel processor or something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, basically, it looks beautiful, uh, which com- makes complete sense because it uses the same engine as Final Fantasy XV. Ah, okay.
2: okay.
5: Ah, and
1: uh, it also has an MFing dragon in it. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, she actually uses those words in it. <laughs> an
5: MFing dragon.
1: Oh, yeah. So, you know, one of us has to play. I mean, that's just in our contract. <laughs> because there's a dragon in it. One of us has to buy it. <laughs> and they also announced that it's going to be coming out in 2022. Okay. okay. Right. It time. looks great. It looks great. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And then Sony also made news today as they bought the fighting game tournament Evolution Championship Series, or EVO, as most people know it. Which is uh, pretty interesting, as it's essentially a convention uh, in a time where there are no conventions. <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs> Probably a good time Awkward. to buy it,
0: hoping that once uh, conventions come back, that, you know, they'll make use yeah. of it. It's, it's the whole yes.
3: stock market thing, right? You You buy the dip. Yeah, <laughs> this is the dip. You buy it.
2: I know Evo is like a lot of different conventions, but it's always kind of like the professional league for like two player fighting games, like Street Fighter, yes. like Joe said, or Mortal Kombat Absolutely. and Tekken, and they are masters at that.
1: So for Sony to just to take that, I think it's a real smart move. It is, and it's also interesting because uh last year one of their co-founders had allegations of sexual impropriety. Oh, that's right. And so they actually canceled they shut the it Evo last year because of it. Yeah. And so the two remaining co-founders are staying on though. Okay. Through this thing, they're going to stay on it as, as advisors. Time to rebrand. So, time to rebrand. Yeah. So they're still going to, and they also still plan on holding an event, an online event in August of this year. Okay. So as far as Sony's concerned, nothing's going to change. It's still going to be running as it is. They're just, you know, putting the money behind it, which is great. Sony is also in the news this week because they're going to be offering everyone free games this upcoming week and next month as part of the Game at Home initiative. Uh, There's going to be excellent games such as The Witness, Subnautica, and uh, much more are all going to be released later this week for you to download. And then starting April 22nd, you can download Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition, which includes the, the amazing DLC. And you don't even have to be a member of PS Plus. It's as wow. long as you have a Sony account, you can That's download cool. these games. Ooh,
2: Stay at home. Play our <laughs> games.
1: Become addicted. That's exactly what Listen to
2: podcasts. Check out Twitch streamers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know this to be true.
1: Yeah, and I think as of the day that this podcast comes out, you can still get Ratchet and Clank, the 2016 rebake, still is also part of that initiative. Good. And I think that's until March 22nd you can download it. I need to play that
2: Ratchet and Clank game before the new one comes
1: out this summer. Yes, and I heard it was very good as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So might as well. It's free. I believe they also announced a new VR controller, right, Manda?
0: They did. Uh, Sony uh, showed you a picture of their new controller. I don't think they've announced the headset yet, but they, they gave you an image of what they're going to look like. And at first glance, I thought it was a joke because there are so many, like, overlapping parts with it that I thought it was like a devil's triangle type picture. I don't know if you guys <laughs> have ever seen that. Yeah, I saw it. It's the devil, yeah. devil's fork where it's like, it got three tongues, but they don't quite work. I'll put a picture of it in the Discord. Okay. But on second glance, it's actually quite pretty. It's got these really smooth edges, and then it kind of wraps around your hand. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how they are more immersive, but they're supposed to be. It's, it's one of those things yes. where you look at it, and you're like, that is so unnatural. How can that make you feel more immersive? But I'm sure once you have them in your hands, and then the headset on, they feel great.
3: It yeah. almost looks like boxing gloves, but without like the padding, it looks like it would just be the inside of a boxing glove.
0: Yeah, it's just like this ring.
3: Yeah,
1: to me, it looks like a sword guard that you would have.
0: That's a good point. So Maybe it's to protect your hand if you're doing something. So if you go to punch forward, it hits the controller, and then you drop the controller rather than you punching your TV or something. Yeah, you can't exactly. see, so.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah, I mean, I know that it has haptic feedback for... Um, it is going to introduce haptic feedback, and it has, like, finger touch detection so that you don't even have Ooh. to fully press on something. So it can kind of be... More sensitive to the natural movements of a hand to yeah. more fully immerse you. It's pretty pretty cool. I've looked up a bunch of the deets on it. It looks pretty cool.
1: Right on, Lewis. Awesome. And then Microsoft also announced this week that a brand new game is going to be included with their Xbox Game Pass. Outriders, yes, the demo that we were just talking about earlier, uh, is actually going to be playable on Xbox consoles if you have Xbox Game Pass when it comes out on April 1st. And I'm pretty happy for both Square Enix and Xbox owners as the game looks great and it, they can get it for free if they have Xbox Game Pass, which I think is the way of the future. Me too. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Xbox has got to have something every now and then. And this is definitely a pretty big deal for them. Yep, yep. And then finally, a modder for GTA Online found a bottleneck in the loading times of the game and released a blueprint for how Rockstar could implement it. Rockstar took a look at it and was like, yeah, we could do that. So they actually did, and it actually did re- reduce load time for what used to be five to eight minutes down to one to two minutes to get into the game. Wow. wow. They fixed Damn.
2: GTA Online.
1: Damn. Yeah.
0: They hired that guy, right? The guy now works for them, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> what they ended up doing was, so Rockstar does have a bug program where if you find a bug in one of their games, they'll like, give you a reward for it. Uh, so they used that program, and they gave him the maximum amount, which was $10,000. Boo.
2: Okay. They should have yeah, just given him the program.
0: <laughs> they should hire him, right? Because he, he exactly. fixed their game in his spare time.
2: For free. <laughs> well, can for $10,000. Yes. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Can
3: he now do this for Red Dead too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my it's
5: god! The, the god. longest loading screens <laughs> can, can they lend ever. him to
0: Cyberpunk? Yeah.
5: Oh. <laughs> and they lend them
3: to Cyberpunk? Also, the $10,000, is that like real money? Or are we talking about Grand Theft Auto money? Like they just give them like $10,000 like, so for Grand Theft Auto. You
1: know what? It's they didn't comment, question. so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then now we have the return of my favorite segments, which is turn up for what? Turn up for what?
0: <laughs>
1: and this week, it's with Hassel from Saltcliffe.
3: Welcome to another exciting week in Animal Crossing. Heading into the one year anniversary of leaving your worries behind and moving to an island off in the distance, reports of celebratory cake delivery have started to flutter in. In other news, island dwellers and residents have also started reporting gangs of cute Sanrio inspired characters around the island. Inviting said characters to your island will also unlock exclusive Sanrio-themed furniture. No word yet on whether this is the work of Tom Nook or clever corporate synergy. Also tonight, the inspiring story of how villagers who were once completely out of pro-design spots have been given a second chance to create, as new pro-design spots become available across the island. Last but certainly not least, spring is in the air and that only means one thing. Whoopie cushions and prom items are now available mm. to all of you class clowns looking to graduate this spring. This has been Hassel from Saltcliffe signing off and apologizing to all Saltcliffe residents as 2am to 5am is the only time terraforming permits have been available this past week. Back to you dragons. Turnip for what?
1: Thank you Hassel. That was great. <laughs> very very good. All right, so that will do it for our news. That brings us to our Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. Mighty, Mighty Morsel Tasty, Tasty, Tasty
3: Topic.
1: Ka-chow. Ka-chow.
4: <laughs> <Oof>. Explosion sounds.
1: <laughs> and this week is going to be brought to you by Troy. You know how sometimes you're playing a game,
2: you're having a good time, you're feeling good, you're feeling positive, you're just feeling yourself. And then something happens. It could be anything, really, but but something happens that may trigger a different side of you. Maybe it's a competitive side. Maybe it's an angry side. Maybe it's a jealous side. But somehow, someway, that gamer demon creeps on out, busts out the floor, lava comes out, it gets its nails in you and you're like, it's on. I would like to hear some of your, maybe gaming stories or moments when the gamer demons got the better of you. I was inspired by this um, for this topic from a story that Lewis was talking about a little while ago. Lewis, could you please tell us what 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 happened? What happened, man? What
5: happened? Yes. Okay. So um, I was seeing Michelle, my uh, significant other's family, and. Um, her nephew had brought a Switch, and Michelle was like, Oh, you play Switch? Lewis plays video games, too. Do you want to play with him? And then he like was getting like real competitive without even me playing anything yet, saying, Yeah, I'll beat your butt in Mario Kart. I'm going to beat you. How old is this kid? He's oh, maybe like five or six or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real confident five or six year old, sir. Like real confident, like I'm going to make you cry. You're going to lose. And then I, my gamer demon, as you put it, didn't come out in a competitive way. It was in a, for lack of a better phrase, serial killer way, where I just, where (laughs) where i just where that is i just a lack please, please tell me this kid is still alive
0: <laughs> yes, he's still alive. not in so mario we'll call kart
3: shell right now
5: where i he's just
0: He's he just has slightly less fingers all i did was
5: <laughs> smile and go okay all right yeah no yeah you're going to beat me definitely and <laughs> like you know a normal human would be like oh you're going to play this little kid you always let little kids win let little kids win but i was taught to play video games by never my cousin never let me win ever anytime i played him in anything whooped me until i didn't want to play anymore and that made so, me want to play more
2: so so what happened with the kid
5: so we started playing and like we started doing like a bunch of tracks and racing and he was like he was just, he was just like super excited playing He's like, i'm gonna i'm gonna whoop your butt i'm gonna whoop your butt and then like two minutes into the game i'm consistently in first and he's like in 11th place and michelle's like are you winning he's like no not yet and and (laughs) i just we did i think like five races (laughs) every time time i i I didn't relent and he would like hit me with a thing he's like ha i hit you now you're gonna lose and then i was i was was back at it and i i hit him and i just went back he's like i didn't know you played this i'm like yep (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I played this game. <laughs> I didn't realize that you were a professional gamer over here, <laughs> Lewis. It's like you, it's like you yeah, look you,
1: over here like also I play games kid.
2: Sometimes <laughs> you you realize you're five. You're not like this is not going to happen <laughs> right. for yeah. you. That's, you haven't developed my, those motor skills yet, my
5: friend. That's my thought. And Michelle's like, "Are you going to let him win?" I'm like, "I'm not going to let him win. That's not how you teach a person."
1: <laughs> and, and it's Mario Kart, so it's literal motor skills. He <laughs> hasn't developed. It really, is. really is.
0: Did you tell him that you're on a podcast?
3: right can we get a a follow did you give him the link to the twitch stream networking my man
5: it got to the point where he just didn't want to play anymore (laughs) you just told him get good like like
2: michelle's like twitch.tv backslash taste of dragons
1: (laughs) you're like go
3: back to minecraft
5: little kid (laughs) go back into the training lobby kid he just didn't want to play anymore i'm like "Are are you sure he's like no i'm like okay (laughs) <laughs> and I just smiled and went, that's okay.
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, look, look. Demons, it, it's, it's definitely something that came over. You're just like, I'm going to teach this kid a lesson. And you taught him some some humility, it sounds like. But uh, let, let's let hope he does still play, at least. <laughs> I,
0: I
5: hope I didn't just crush dreams of video game playing.
1: He wakes up at night in a cold sweat, just, ah! Yeah, 20 and years and from like, now, he's in therapy. Just
2: like, I got blue-shelled. I got blue-shelled. And, and
5: his dad
1: was like, oh, uh have
5: you played this game before? I'm like, yeah, I have a Switch. I play sometimes. And, and he's like, why don't you play him in the other game that you're really good at? And the other game that he had was uh, a Super Mario World something. And then I played him in that too. And like he would like be running ahead of me. He's like, ha, ah, I'm beating you. I'm like, we're on a team. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> wow, there's Where? definitely a lot of, lot of competitive
2: stuff going on with that kid. There was. I think there I was. would probably do this close to the same thing you did, Lewis. I think the only thing I might add, and I don't know I wasn't a situation, is then like a follow-up to be like,
5: would you like me to show you
2: how some of that, how I did some of that stuff?
5: Or like, if he was a bit older, hey, I would have done that, but he was like five uh, or six. I'm like, I just can't teach motor skills. I can't teach motor skills with your fingers.
3: <laughs> well, and see, okay, so I see like where you're coming from, Troy, where you're like, oh, okay, let me go ahead and teach this kid and let him know, like, hey, like, this is how you do this. But there is a tradition in my family of my cousin used to play video games uh, with me. And uh, later on, I found out that my controller was never plugged in. <laughs> and I was oh. never controlling any of the characters <laughs> on screen.
0: Yeah, but what's, what's your what's your demon, Hassel?
3: So I passed that down to my brother. Right. <laughs> and I used to play Tekken all the time on that original PlayStation. And his controller would never be connected. So I feel like I passed down that down, right?
2: It's like a vampirism. <laughs> you, like you got infected and now you're just passing the infection on.
3: Exactly. And and I'm, it's the ring. Exactly. <laughs> oh. I feel like my my game demons are more like I I do get very competitive and then but I only get competitive on the things that I'm really good at. If I'm not good at something, I'm just like, "Oh yeah, it's just a game." But if it's something I'm good at, I'm like, "No, I have to be the the very best." Uh so like, like no one ever was. Exactly. So like Rocket League, for example, what was it? We used to like uh when Troy and I used to play Rocket League all the time, like if we were beating a team really bad, we would both just hang out and goal. Yeah. And not move. And then just wait for the My other- Two Goalies. Yeah. The new show on CBS. <laughs> <laughs> or we would just like what a save spam the other team like what a save yeah, what a save what a save after taunts. a goal so like it's just that trash talk that that is my game demon like i love doing that but only when i'm winning when i'm losing if somebody the other team is trash talking me oof. Oof. <laughs> that's an entire other game demon
2: uh manda how about you do you have any gaming demons
0: Oh, gosh. Do they have to be PvP-oriented? It could be
2: anything. Okay,
0: then um, my game demon is probably forcing Troy to hear me talk about a game that I'm playing that he's not playing uh, that's extremely interesting to me, Uh, but I'll get, (laughs) like, super deep in the lore, and we'll be, like, driving to my parents' house that's, like, two hours away, and I will talk. I would say... I would normally say I would talk to Troy, but I think at this point I'm talking at Troy about something that I really enjoy. So uh, it would definitely be uh, like, you know, and it's super interesting because the Tevinter architecture is just very different than the Dwarven architecture. And when you're underground and you travel from the Dwarven section to the more modern day Tevinter section, which are connected by tunnels, um, you can actually see it slowly change. (laughs) Troy's driving, being super polite, and I have to like stop myself and be like, I really want to talk about this, but you're not interested a or b you don't know what i'm talking about i so.
2: think I'm, i think for me i'm on the side where i take it all in but i just have nothing to give for you like I, there's no <laughs> way i can contribute i can't be like yeah the defense art was the sconces oh my god the yeah, sconces. right
0: it, you can tell because they're pointier <laughs> towards the bottom and they're like a darker melt.
2: i'm in that place where i could just say yes and and improv my way through it but i you would find out immediately <laughs> So so
1: Amanda's demon is she has knowledge that she has to share. Yeah, I can't Mm. just keep it all
0: bottled up at a certain point. I just have to talk to somebody.
1: Feel free to unleash that demon anytime. (laughs) I
0: I always find it interesting, if nothing else.
2: (laughs) Uh, Joe, Brian.
4: I am an eldest child, and I am the eldest grandchild, and I was the eldest niece. So I I had to learn very quickly that if I wanted to keep playing with my siblings or my cousins, I had to let them win a little. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm a psycho and I like to play with my food. If we were playing like a (laughs) PvP type game, I would let them almost win. Like, Uh, I'm on the ropes. My character's super dead. And I would wait until I had little, so few hits left that like if they breathed (laughs) on me, I would die. And normally, I mean, they were a lot younger than me. So obviously it didn't happen. I still beat them so i'm i'm a monster is you what would hustle them <laughs> i did and I did this in, in gaming I did I do this my whole life there there's games that are are i'm pretty good at fighting wise and I will sit there and play with my food even now with adults it, if that person is talks talking I don't say anything I just smile it and sounds have a like, good time and laugh
2: the way you handle that situation is like that that fight scene in an anime where the main character is like almost down and all of a sudden they're like
4: Gah!
2: and then they just stomp whoever they were fighting against
4: (laughs) with no emotion emotion. all I do is smile and laugh like that's like the, the most people get out of me usually is smiling and laughing and that's if I'm winning or I'm losing either way I can have a good time but I don't I don't tend to play fighting games specifically if I'm not good at them
3: I yeah. feel like Joe is just, like, swindling, like, your younger, like, siblings yeah. and, and, like, cousins. You're like Tom Cruise in The Color of Money, where you're just walking into a par, going, I don't know what billiards are. I've never played it. And then <laughs> yes. they're like, oh, let me show you. And then you're just, like, beating all of them, taking all of their money. In this <laughs> yes. case, Candy, maybe. The
4: thing is, I, I wouldn't keep it. I would give it back to them because I wanted to keep playing. So it's like, here, I won all your money. Here, take it back. Let's bet again. <laughs> so it's, it's not like I ever really got anything out of it. I just wanted to keep playing with people. So like even my cousins and my brother and my sister, like I would just play whatever with them. But I mean, I, I like I said, I'm a psycho. I've also thrown controllers. So I mean, I, she has. <laughs> I, I get bothered by the littlest of things. Like I could lose 110 times in a row and have a really great time losing over and over and over again. But if something stupid, really crappy happens and I messed up, I will start screaming and cursing. And just I would like someone take this controller out of my hands. Take the cu- controller out of my hands right now or I'm going to break this thing. <laughs> and it's like the dumbest thing. Like, <laughs> like, like I, it I really don't is. even I'm have like, an Why ex- are you
1: angry at and this, I, I'm like, I,
4: And I start yelling, I don't know. I have no idea why I'm mad. I'm just angry, and I, I don't know whoa. And I have I have to walk away. I have to actually get up and leave the room and like get away from the game because I am so. I will spend the next day complaining about that boss that did some super cheap move that I should have been good enough to get around. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that boss is like me. It's playing with its food, and I'm not okay with that. It's really, <laughs> I, should, I, I should be a little more self-aware.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, for myself, it's my my demon is so I'm unconsciously fairly good at games. Like I in my friend group I would uh, agree. growing up, I've always been the best usually mm-hmm. in all my games
2: mm-hmm. that I play. So My my gaming game, I'm just too good. I'm just too I'm good. just too good. Just,
1: <laughs> no, but my gaming demon though is that when I'm not, like if I'm playing a game and one of my friends is better than me, like unconsciously I'm just like, Oh, well, I have to get better at this. I like not even like it's not even like I sit down and I have to get better. It's just I will subconsciously just start noticing everything they're doing or watching other people and noticing down what I could be doing better and just trying to improve upon it. And that's just how it's always been. And so I, I realized I came with the turns with it uh, when I was around nineteen or twenty. I was like, all right, I got to stop doing this. That's when I was playing Counter Strike competitively and everything. I was like, all right. I gotta, I gotta take a step back. I gotta stop being so competitive, and so I took a step back. I've been a fine, and then we all saw her playing AstroBot. <laughs> oh my! God. <laughs> That's what I was gonna um, say.
3: This is leading directly uh, into Astro's playroom. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, and then, so
1: we were playing Astro's playroom, and they're all talking for like an entire week. We talked about it before on this podcast, yeah. and so they're all like going back and forth, being very good at. It. I was like, oh, this is something that I could not be you know i could be i don't have to be the best at. It. i could just play and see how it goes and then i like gotten first i was like oh no i could feel it coming back <laughs> <laughs> oh no I got it. the game and demons creeping in I'm getting, I'm getting i'm coming back and so that's what happened so we would and we kind of had like a, um an unspoken rule where if you beat it don't improve on your time until someone if else you can beat everybody you come into first you stop yeah. you let somebody else come on through yeah, uh, you know what you've done wrong, and you, you, that way you know you can improve on it next it makes time. Makes it more Tro- fun that way.
0: Troy, did you just, yes. in a sneaky way, get us all to admit that sometimes we're bullies? Is that what you're trying to do <laughs> <in> here? What?
2: <laughs> I mean, it's good to know that we're all we all have things. Just things. We all have things. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
4: whoa, whoa, whoa. I take roll that back. I'm a monster. I'm not a bully. I never bullied anybody into anything. I just sat See? back and let them think they were gonna win. It's different. Uh, it's, it's different. It's completely yeah. totally different.
0: <laughs> I, I yeah. feel
4: like your version of bullying is holding their head and letting their arms swing.
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No,
4: my version of bullying's not that at all. It's like saying, Here, kid, here's a bet. I'm gonna hold this knife though. It's different. It's totally different.
3: I will say it's not bullying. If you're asking them to forfeit nicely, <laughs> and if they
1: refuse, that's not on you.
0: And it's not bullying if it's family, because that doesn't count.
1: Exactly. exactly. It, doesn't yeah. count. Bingo. it doesn't count. It doesn't count. And then finally, Troy, what about you? Demons. What is your uh, my, gaming
2: demon? My gaming demon is blaming, I think, when, if I'm playing a game. And usually I'm pretty chill. But if I do get that competitive spirit going and we don't win, I'm like, what was that guy doing? What are you doing? come on you didn't you couldn't heal you could couldn't do this you couldn't do that you couldn't do that what are you doing what are you doing or if or on the other side it's like oh well that other team had X, 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 X. I just fill in whatever i need to rationalize my own ineptitudes <laughs> my own insecurities i the, the blame train definitely comes out for me and then i i sit back and i'm like no accept your own failure man it's okay you 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 weren't perfect either but it's so much easier and more fun to blame someone else.
0: <laughs> I did notice something very interesting about when we when we were playing um, Rocket Arena is that if someone was winning by a margin more than like 60% that team was fine and they're like this game is amazing but if it was less than 60% if it was 50-50 or they were losing it was like this game is garbage and it's uneven and I thought it was funny that it wasn't 50% like it being uh, fair on both sides that was stupid but if it was like 60-70% to if we were like crushing the other team, they're like this This is is awesome
2: I I do feel like I want to be somewhere in that middle where if it is 50-50, that's where the most fun is has. I, I don't I don't want to be the team that's getting crushed, but I also don't want to be the team that's winning all the time because then there's no fun in that. Like I don't, I don't find that fun yeah. to be demolishing someone I over know. I and think over again.
0: Based on this conversation, some of our our streamers would disagree with you. <laughs> that's I, fine. I,
4: I agree with you, but I this don't know if like, everyone give me that five year
2: old again. You take him down again. <laughs> I don't care how again. many times I win. It feels good okay, every time. I,
4: I kind of like being on the losing team. Usually, as much as I'm a monster about playing yep. games like PvP fighting games. I, my favorite games are like Neo and Demon Souls and like well, some of my favorite games are like really hard so that it just destroys you. But when you beat it and I feel the same way about team games, like when you're playing things like like if there is a team that got you like they're like six zero and you find a way. To, to beat them still, it makes the win, like, so much more awesome. See,
2: I feel like I get lucky if that happens. If it happens once. If uh-huh. I go away, get better, and then come back to them, and then we're more on par, that's awesome. But if it, I'm playing them, and I'm getting stomped and stomped, and then I win, I'm like, oh, I guess they messed up. It wasn't that I did something big Uh. and different Mm.
0: having been on the the other the receiving end being the the middle or the younger child in the the constant losing uh, like all of the (laughs) time if i'm in that situation i think i usually stop playing before i i reach that time where i'm like oh and i finally beat them it's like no if i lose six times in a game in a row i'm just like i'm just this i'm I'm done i'm gonna go play something that is well
2: we all have different demons, and I'm so happy to hear them all. They, I think it's what makes gaming fun. If it was all uh-huh. all just you know sun, sunshine and roses, then it, it would be a little boring, I think. exactly, um, And if, we can acknowledge them. And we can acknowledge them. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's not a negative thing. If you have any gaming demons, hop into our Discord in the general section and tell us all
3: about it. Absolutely. Uh, should we start a separate channel for just, like, gaming demon support group? <laughs> <laughs> <Our> Discord. <laughs>
1: dear God. <laughs> that's hilarious yeah <laughs> dear Lord. all right so that that's will do good. it for our mighty
5: morsel tasty, tasty topic.
1: topic good job now that brings us to our dragon of the week a-do, a-do, chika- a-do, chika- it's the dragon of the week Chish. it's what do, you
2: da, see pa, pa. it's the dragon of the week Chika-chish. it's what do, you da, need do. dragon of the week dragon of the week. Dragon of the Week is our chance to look behind the scenes in the gaming industry. Look at the people and the places, the companies that make the games that we love to talk about. So, Joe, this week you're going to be bringing a very special Dragon of the Week, continuing our celebration of Women Histories Month. Boom! Take it away, Joe.
4: That is right. I am going to first paint a bit of a picture. One year ago... We had just gotten Animal Crossing. We were all excited. We were all waiting for that midnight drop for the digital code to start working. We had some technical difficulties. Mm -hmm. We had a blast playing this game and we gushed about it for almost an entire episode. And I wanted today to bring to light people who were bringing Animal Crossing to us. And we talked about the director Mm -hmm. of Animal Crossing and I want to bring the other half of the directors in now. I want to tell you guys about Aya Kyogoku. Yes. who is the manager of Nintendo Entertainment Planning and Development. She is the director on Animal Crossing, and she is a big-wig director of Group Number 5. Now, all of those things, like, you know, manager of Nintendo Entertainment Planning and Development, doesn't sound like a really big deal, but those are the people at Nintendo who only work on Mario, Zelda, Splatoon, Animal Crossing, the Wii Sports franchises. These are the people who work on the big stuff. The core. The, so, the
2: Nintendo yeah. core.
4: Yep. So she is part of group number five, which takes care of Animal Crossing, the Wii Sports franchise, and Splatoon. And she is a unbelievably cool person so for her she was born in 1981 uh in Osaka Japan and she grew up at very kind of like a normal lifestyle she did play video games she was super into comics and manga and in high school when they start prepping you for what you should go to college for and what you should go do with your life they were asking her what she wanted to do and she wanted to be creative she wanted to either work in manga or she wanted to work in video games and she felt like video games were a better way for her to explain to everyone else and show everyone her creative side and to be part of it she didn't know what she wanted to do so she went to school for script writing and for storytelling in 2000 when she got out of school she got hired by atlas which is a subsidiary of sega this company would be the company that would go on to create persona they would go on to create megami Tensei, which are all really big deals uh, if you haven't heard of them look up either their monster-sized franchises mm-hmm. but nintendo sniped her away from them in 2003 She started as a script writer for Zelda Four Swords and Zelda Twilight Princess. Oh,
2: great.
4: Yeah. She was put on large, big, very publicized projects immediately because of her candor with being able to write. She was very fun and she was enjoyable to have in the office. And it was around this time she started recognizing she was one of the only female script writers there was. Mm. Not the end of the world, but she was like, it's cool. I'm still having a great time. Slowly, as she she rose through all the ranks, doing other things like being a sequence director, doing regular directing, being a producer. One of the things she got to do was being the sequence director for Animal Crossing City Folk. She did all of the non-player dialogue for the game. She was the direct supervisor of all the sequencing for what they talked about. Wow. And... The director at the time, uh, Yaguchi, he really liked working with her and he had asked if she wanted to be put on as a producer and be a director of the next one with him. So she was like, sure. She jointly served as director for Animal Crossing New Leaf, which broke unbelievable barriers for Nintendo when it came out. At that point in time, when she was asked to be the director, she was the very first woman to direct a video game at Nintendo Entertainment Analysis and Development.
2: She was the first one?
4: The very first woman director of an actual, seriously huge Nintendo franchise.
2: When did New Leaf come out? Is that 2005?
4: 12. 2012. Wow. Wow. I
2: mean, I said that. I totally said that.
4: 2012, right? How insane is that?
2: That is, yeah.
4: Right? It was a really big deal when it happened. And the thing is, when you see stories about who created Animal Crossing, yes, Gucci did create Animal Crossing. It was his brainchild. But she has been with him throughout the whole process since City Folk, which is only technically the second game. And she is a big, big part of how all this works. As the director, uh, she had been asked a whole lot of different things about what what was the important things for her for New Leaf and what she felt about the game and what she had to bring to it. And she was asked about how how people could make it personal to themselves if they lived all around the world and how there were so many different cultures, like how are you going to make it something that everyone would like? Her thing was adding holidays that are distinct or individual to different places in the world was super important to her. She would said that the holidays would make the game personal to every player, especially if it was a holiday only their region celebrated.
2: That's brilliant. Yeah it's right she's she's right on the head that is brilliant yeah right we can because you can impart your own traditions into the game within the framework of whatever holiday that is and it becomes your own your own little nugget exactly of gameplay that's brilliant
4: she was noticing at this point that she had been with the company for many years and she was usually the only woman in any designer room in any board room and when new leaf was being brought up as a a who-do-you-want-to-work-with kind of thing, Yaguchi and her decided they wanted a much more diverse group of people to create the next game with. And when New Leaf came out, it was hailed as an extremely important thing for Nintendo because prior to New Leaf, all DS sales, it was 75% male, 25% female. So they thought that most people who were playing on Nintendo DSs were little boys. They were teenagers, they were men. And when Animal Crossing New Leaf came out, they found out in the first two to three weeks of that game being out, over 50% of the sales of DSs had completely went to women. Mm. So they balanced the scales with one game.
2: Wow. Wow, that, that changes that changes everything <laughs> uh, right. as far as Nintendo and uh, the trajectory they were going.
4: Exactly. So Nintendo took notice immediately, and she became the rising star of the Nintendo group of directors. They asked her what was important, and she said diversity. She said the only way you're going to get games that are that more people will like to play is if you have more voices of different people.
2: Good answer. Good answer. Good answer.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, f- fun facts about New Leaf I found that were really interesting. She was once asked, how many pieces of wisdom does Pascal have? And she said she'd rather not tell everybody exactly how many, but it's over 160. Wow! You could give Pascal hundred and sixty different scallops, and he will oh. continue giving you new new things that he wants to tell you to think about.
2: Pascal's the walrus, wow. right? Otter. He's the, the otter. Otter.
0: otter.
4: The, otter. In the water. Yeah. Okay,
2: the otter in the water. He's
4: also one of the only characters to be in every single one of the games. Oh, cool! Thus I far, that. thank you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she, when New Leaf came out, she used to give out her her dream sequence code. She played the game for over 300 hours. She wow. said sharing with others was super important, so she wanted that extra little island on the bottom for you to just pa- street pass with people with, to see their town- to see their, their house itself. She was one of the proprietors of sharing is important, and part of the way you become less lonely as if you have more people to play with, even if they don't know they're playing with you, the fact that it was someone new, someone different, it was important to her. Uh, she also used to say that it helps teach others to see their neighbors around the world as if they are their real neighbors. So I thought that was super cool. That,
2: that's how I felt about this last game. Um, I think I mentioned yep. that in, in, in my write-up of it, is because yep. we can't really see our neighbors. <laughs> um, yeah. that, that sense of mentality really struck true with me.
0: And with the internet, the people that were in different states were just as far away from us as people that were down the street yeah. you couldn't leave your house so you could
4: see everyone kind of equally. Like Hassel,
2: you live thousands of miles away. You became my neighbor this year because of Animal Crossing.
4: It's funny you say that. That's completely true. We told a story on our, on our episode, it was episode 56 if you want to listen to it, that we talked about how Hassel we were happy to hear sup nerds and that we became closer and we able to talk to each other for weeks and weeks. And really this friendship even blossomed even more because we got to see him. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, that's the, re- that was the first time I had heard from you and like, Two or three years, like actually just heard all your right, voice. Okay,
3: don't rub it in. Okay, Brian, I, I'm <laughs> I mean, terrible yeah. <laughs> at communicating. Oh, no, no,
1: no. I'm just saying, like, it was amazing <laughs> to actually hear your voice because I, I, you know, communicated to you through text and yeah. Facebook, all that other jazz. But actually hearing your voice was when I was like, what?
3: <laughs> and for me to say, sup nerds is the first thing. Yeah, it's great. Uh, no, I, yeah. I, I, you know, in retrospect, like, I, I owe a lot of where I am today and like talking to you guys on this podcast and like hanging out with you guys on Twitch. I owe a lot of that to Animal Crossing and that very yeah. first group hangout we had on Zoom with Animal Crossing. Yeah. Absolutely.
4: It was a great time. Uh it was also the first week or two of us thinking that this whole lockdown thing wouldn't be that long and that social distancing <laughs> would oh be God. enough Listening for a few to weeks. Like the-
1: the, the our voices in that first week cause that that episode was our first episode where we did so uh, separated hopeful. from one another yeah <laughs> so, we were so, so hopeful, hopeful. So hopeful. We we're just like ah you know we'll we'll see where this goes we were a little apprehensive but it wasn't too bad yeah oof we were like
4: <laughs> we oh, two
2: our- weeks so long yeah. oh yeah. man in, in
0: the before times before we were all grizzled <laughs> and dejected and hardened by this cruel world
2: cruel <laughs> and Twitch affiliates <laughs> oh
0: yeah oh
4: yeah. <laughs> So, so, so here we are talking about Animal Crossing New Horizons. Well, let's take a step back a second. Katsuya Yiguchi- and her made a brilliant team. So they decided for the next three games they were going to do together, they were going to hire a half-diverse staff. So over half of the people had to be not-white Japanese men.
2: All right, all she right. She said
4: the feeling was amazing and she went to different E3s and she went to different uh, gaming conferences for developers and for gamers, like, in general. In, in the public, she was very happy seeing more women in, this, in the fields that she was in, and she kept saying that this is important. You need to keep putting your voice out there. And she's the Japanese culture, it is very sensitive to being different. And she wasn't calling for people to be different. She was calling for people to be who they are. And if they wanted to work in video games and they were a girl, she was like, go for it. You have the abilities, just try. You don't know if it's going to work out unless you don't, you know, unless you don't try. So, She would give great talks for this. They hired this half of her staff. We would get Amiibo Festival and we would get Happy Home Designer directly out of her mind. And yes, they are not considered the end-all be-all Animal Crossing games. The Wii U is the only console that the, the Animal Crossing doesn't have an actual full release on. And I believe the Game Boy Advance was the other one, but that was used as a part of the the GameCube one. So technically it still counts. But (laughs) the Amiibo Festival, the main reason we got that game is because she thought Amiibos were really cute and she wanted Animal Crossing characters to have Amiibos. She pulled everybody in the office and was like, who would you guys like to see as an Amiibo? And it became kind of like a real thing. And she was like, we could make a game. We could get Amiibos. Animal Crossing deserves Amiibos. (laughs) Not just the Smash Brothers, not just Mario, not just Zelda. She also pushed for Pocket Camp. And she worked on the sequencing for that. She's, she's done a lot. And her favorite co- character is Tom Nook. Every time someone asks why, she's like, Every, he gets a bad rap. They're like, but he's greedy. And she goes, he's not greedy. He just wants to help you. He just has to make his money back in helping you. So people kind of get the wrong idea about what exactly he's about. Yeah, I
2: can't think of anyone who would give me a loan without checking my credit history first.
4: It's mostly the <laughs> child labor that gets to me,
0: but I guess it's okay. Am I a child?
2: <laughs> I have a beard.
0: What? No, his <laughs> nephews. Oh,
3: but I feel right. Like, I, feel yeah. like, I feel like Timmy and Tommy are probably like in their like teens, like maybe yeah, like 15, 15, 16, yeah. 19, 19.
4: Sure. <laughs>
3: it's an unpaid internship.
4: Funny enough, when she was asked if you were sent to a deserted island, who would you want to bring with you? Katsuya Gucci said Tom Nook. And she said, well, since you're bringing Tom Nook, I'd bring Timmy and Tommy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, she she really liked the new game as well. Um, fun story about Tanuki. Funny enough, what Tom Nook is based off of that people don't really know. That she and Iguchi actually do tell people all the time. Um, part of the fun of Tom Nook is that he's a Tanuki, not just a raccoon. Tanuki are mischievous, and mm. they will take items and they will hand you items, and then when you turn around, the item turns into a leaf. So they're playing a prank oh. on you, and that's why all the furniture in Animal Crossing turns to leaves when you put it on the oh. ground because Tanuki. It's- yeah.
0: I never oh, even thought, was cool. really cute. thought
2: about that. <laughs> That's super That's awesome. That's brilliant.
0: And his his little apron has a leaf on it.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yep. All right. I yep. like Tom Nook now. All right. <laughs> right. You won he's, me over. He's...
4: Right, it's so cute. So, uh, a couple of stats that are fun. Uh, Animal Crossing helped sell half the Switches that there were that came out last year. Oh, my god! Uh, there was a huge drought of Animal Crossing and Switches all the way into the fall of last year. And they sold 26 million copies by December 2020, making it one of the biggest games they have ever released. That being said, I want to end this on a quote because she has done amazing things for the industry and helping Nintendo kind of 21st century themselves into diversity and having a big awesome teams of not just the same kind of person. She said that when you're trying to create something that will appeal to many types of people, I have experienced how beneficial it is to have diversity on your team. And she... And everyone on her team live by that rule there. And I think it's kind of amazing for someone to, who grew up at the same time I did to be so forward-thinking and, and to really want to make a difference like that. And so my hat's off to her. I am extremely lucky to live in the world that her and Katsuya become the directors of Animal Crossing. in. I would probably not have some of the friendships I have today if it wasn't for Animal Crossing. So I love this woman. She's amazing and definitely worthy of being a Dragon of the Week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. And that's been this week's dragon, dragon of the Week. of the Week. Thank you so much, Joe. That's awesome. Joe and I were listening to that last year's episode this week, and nice. we actually did mention her, or you mentioned her during your dragon because you did the dragon for...
4: Kassu Yaguchi. Kassu and Yaguchi. I, I jumped in and was like, Oh my god, she's amazing. Yeah. And we were talking about how wonderful she was and,
1: and how... she's definitely going to be a
2: future dragon of oh, the week. Yeah, Only yeah. fitting to to talk about her on the year anniversary of New Horizons.
5: So absolutely, absolutely. Thank Thank you.
1: You. Yeah. awesome, awesome. Well, unfortunately, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Ba-bum, ba-bum, ba-bum,
5: ba-bum. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you can always find us online. That's right. If you are listening to this podcast and you have any questions, comments or sandwich suggestions, head on over to our Instagram page at Taste of Dragons and tell us all of your thoughts. And if you're looking to get more involved in the indie game community, then follow us on Twitter to get the latest on what's going on, on in the indieverse. For more information on our Twitch, make sure to go to twitch.tv backslash Taste of Dragons, where you can hear everyone you hear on this podcast right now. Stream content six days a week. and We all take on different segments from indie games to a titles. Also, our Discord. <laughs> Talk to us on Discord. Say things. I learned about that this week. Discord's a thing. We did. And if you have anything you want to say, you can put it there. <laughs> Maybe we'll make a, a special place for it. I don't know. Someone will. Probably not me. <laughs> uh, speaking
1: of a special place, we also have our comments of the week. Our beeb of the week, if you will.
4: It is true. And it this week, true. Joe... Beep. 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 It's like Morse code. Beep. 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 Of the week. Before we sign off, we'd definitely like to take a moment to give a special shout-out to one of our pals that made us smile while streaming this week. And Disco Frog, you are the one that I would love to shout-out this week. You had a comment while we were all discussing random things yesterday while playing out writers that kind of tickled me just right. She said confession for y2k i was ready to go mad max aesthetic and rule my neighborhood (laughs) and it made me laugh and i love you for it thank you
2: preparation is key well done it is it was glorious i would i would definitely want disco frog by my side if there was a mad max oh god yeah without a doubt
3: yeah absolutely without
1: a doubt hell yeah all right well as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Louis. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. And
2: we are... The Taste of Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Who wants to get mohawks and go I'm, I'm and go steal gasoline? <laughs> Shiny and chrome, baby. Oh, Shiny and chrome. That's every plot of
0: Batman. Taste of Dragons, gaming podcast, the podcast for everyone's day.